Hello, and welcome back to the next episode of the CareCast. My name's Maddie. I'm Yasmin. And I'm Itzel. This month, the care office will be focusing on healthy hookups and how to safely engage in them. To switch things up a little bit, we'll be shortening our episodes this month and talking about various topics surrounding hookup culture. But before we get into today's episode, I'd like to give some friendly resources as always. So we do have the Care Campus Advocate, Lena Cano, um, and you can call or text her at 209-386-2051. Um, her hours are Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, but if you do need um, any kind of services outside of those business hours, we also have the Valley Crisis Center 24-hour hotline, um, which you can call or text at any hour of any day. And their number is 209-722-4357. And on that note, I'll go ahead and kick it off to Yasmin to talk about um, what hookup culture is like um, and give us some definitions. Great. Thank you, Maddie. Yeah, so to kind of kick off this conversation, I wanted to just start by defining what hookup means. So a hookup can mean many different things to many different people, but usually it's to have any form of intimacy with another person. And this is someone that you don't necessarily consider a significant other. When said by younger people, it usually means to make out. I remember when I was in high school, I would always hear people use the term hookup and they simply meant just making out. But once I came to college, that definition changed. And in the ages of 20 to 35, between those, when people say hookup, they usually mean to have sex. However, if someone is an older person and they're saying hookup, they probably just simply mean to spend time with another person. You may be wondering, well, how do people even begin to hook up if it's such a nonchalant form of intimacy? But I know that using dating apps have been a really large factor into hookups. And not only that, but the culture surrounding intimacy has definitely changed. And, you know, we all see hookup culture as a very big part of. Um, you were mentioning in high school, like a hookup meant something very different than what it means for us today as college students. Um, I don't know, I just find that really interesting. So um, Yasmin, why do you think it's important to be able to define um, what hookups mean to us? That is a great question. Thanks, Maddie. I think that it's really important because when you're engaging with someone intimately, you want to both be on the same page. You want to both have a basic understanding of what the person views the interaction that you're having as, right? Because there are different kinds of hookups. And it's really important to be able to intimately understand that other person, what their expectations are and what their boundaries are. And that's why it's important to be able to define what a hookup means to you and what it means to the person that you're engaging with. There are different types of hookups actually. So there's casual hookups, which usually mean that there are no feelings involved. It's not monogamous and you should be engaging in regular STI and STD testing. And usually casual hookups can consist of one night stands or honestly a simple make out at a party. See, it really depends on how you define a hookup and how the person that you're engaging with defines that. Then there are situationship hookups. And these are a bit more confusing because they tend to happen more than just once. It's not just a one-time hookup. It's a multiple-time kind of interaction, and it's more than just a physical attraction, but it's in a very in-between kind of place where the emotions and feelings are undeniably there, but they're really put on the back burner. But 
this can have a mental and physical toll on you because it's really important to be able to define what your hookup is. Um, not only is this healthy, but this can help you avoid any miscommunication and lead to unhealthy habits if you aren't able to define what you and this other person are doing. So I had no idea um, prior to kind of going into this podcast and, you know, doing some research beforehand that there were like different types of hookups. So that's something that I think is kind of interesting. Um, But like, as we're talking about like situationships specifically, um, I feel like I just think of like TV and movies and like stuff like I see in the media. Um, But do y'all think like kind of friends with benefits is something that falls into that category? So I really liked how y'all spoke about the different meanings of hookups. And your question is great, Maddie, actually, because when I was looking into the whole hookup thing, um, friends with benefits actually didn't count as a hookup because of um, it wasn't casual. It wasn't something that you just did on the go and didn't talk to them anymore. Um, So friends with benefits didn't fit. But an interesting one is like, you know how we say hookup, but for different cultures, it could be like, some different things like fling is a hookup yes. encounter you know how people nowadays say like oh we're gonna have an quote-unquote encounter or even just like oh oh what a link like are you trying to link I thought that was really interesting because it shows like back then for hookup for them meant something else but for us now it means this and what if in 20 years it means something completely different we're gonna be those older generations that are like oh you don't know what a fling is you know I thought that was interesting That is so interesting, actually, because I feel like when I think of friends with benefits, I would automatically just, honestly, Maddie, before itself said those um, points, I was going to say like, oh, yeah, I definitely think that friends with benefits counts as a situationship. Just because I feel like when I think of situationships, I see them as interactions of like really confusing places, right? So you are having this like intimate interaction with someone repeatedly, but you're not necessarily able to commit to one another or define what's happening. And I feel like friends with benefits can get to those places, but that is so interesting. It's I didn't know that. That's good to know now. So I guess friends with benefits aren't a situationship kind of hookup. I think this conversation kind of goes to show too, though, that like, you know, you know, it's all did her research and she doesn't think that it kind of fits, but like you did, Yasmin. So I think it just goes to show how like we really do define these things differently. Exactly. And that's why it's so important to be able to communicate that and define it with the person that you're actually hooking up with, because that's what leads to like miscommunication and unhealthy habits and not being on the same page. And at the end of the day, if you're engaging with someone intimately, you want to be able to understand one another right in order to have the best experience so that's why I'm going to pass it on to itself to define what you are doing with this other person and how you can do that definitely thank you Yasmin so like they all say stated it's definitely important to define what a hookup is with who you're hooking up with and what's the best thing to do right it's definitely to have an open conversation to kind of see where you're comfortable with and you're looking for because like with friends with benefits you're still a friend you still have that um tie those ties together that kind of defeats the purpose of a hookup so you want to have a comfortable conversation and when you talk about what you like what you don't like and what you feel comfortable what they feel comfortable with because you don't want to be caught in bed 
trying to do an act that the other person isn't comfortable with or you might be into something they're not you know so it's very important to kind of find that compatibility and know who you're doing it and what you're doing with and communication by itself is very important it's a huge form of um form of communication that kind of kind of controls the direction the hookup is going to go in and as we all know communication is always super important in jobs in friendships um family ships and everything it's really important to have that what your intentions are i think that there's such a negative stigma talking about our emotions and feelings with someone who's just a hookup because we don't want to seem like we're being clingy or like we're being vulnerable but i think that being able to express your wants and your needs even if it's with someone that you don't see a future with or you're not going to commit to is empowering because not only does it show that you're able to acknowledge what your wants and needs are but it shows that you have the confidence in yourself to be able to advocate for yourself because being able to communicate those things is advocating for yourself it's creating the healthiest kind of partnership and situation for yourself that you can you know I think that there is a really large conversation that people tend to have when they're hooking up for a while like you know in a situationship and it's the what are we conversation I just wrote a blog piece actually if you want to check out our care blog you definitely should but in this piece I spoke about how to have this conversation of addressing what you are with that other person. Have y'all ever heard about this kind of conversation before? Yes. Again, I think it goes back to like movies and TV shows for me, but like um, definitely I, I think like certain parties may not know like where they stand in a relationship or like just um, even if they're just hooking up or maybe it is like a friends with benefits kind of situation. Um, they don't really know like what they are. And then, like you said, Yasmin, I think there's lots of stigma like surrounding that conversation just because one, people don't know how to go about it. And then, like you said, I think they also don't want to seem like clingy or um, like they're being too much, um, right? Or like they're not cool. So um, what kind of tips do you have um, for, I guess, people looking to have these kinds of conversations with a partner? So I would have to say that, you know, first things first, if you feel as if you're going to fumble on your words, I know I tend to fumble on my words when I get nervous or I lose train of thought, but, you know, plan what you're going to say. It can be really helpful to garner three main points that you want to address as to where you stand with this person, where you want to see it going, and where you are in the moment. Don't forget that it's also important to hear them out too, right? Hooking up with someone is an intimate connection. And that means that whatever your wants and needs, if you want them to be addressed and acknowledged, then you should do the same for them as well. Next, I would recommend acknowledging where you stand slash what you want and need. Although it's really important to be able to address them to the other person, you can't do that if you can't acknowledge it yourself. So it's okay to acknowledge that you have developed feelings or emotions if that's the case. Don't be shy and don't you don't feel as if you have to hide that. Developing those feelings and emotions is really understandable if you have been engaging with someone intimately repeatedly, right? It just means that you're human. And my third tip would be to overall know your worth. 
if someone isn't going to make you feel the way you deserve, even if it's something that's just a casual hookup, you still should feel like you're being cherished in that way. Then really reevaluate whether you want to continue engaging with that person intimately or not. It's okay to walk away from a situation regardless of if it's casual, if it's not casual, or if it's in between, um, because that just knows that you know you deserve better and that is doing yourself a favor. I know that the what are we conversation is always so hard. It can be quite awkward, but that doesn't mean that it should be avoided at all costs because healthy hookups also mean healthy communication. I think these kind of tough conversations go back to um, how you were talking about like empowerment, Yasmin. I think like knowing what you want and then being able to advocate for, um, for what you want is incredibly empowering, even if it doesn't necessarily um, turn out like the outcome that you wanted or planned for. I think being able to kind of have that sense of peace, like, you know what, this is what I wanted. I went for what I wanted. Um, I think that in itself is something that's just incredibly powerful. Um, right. Like regardless of who's doing this kind of, or who's initiating the conversation, I guess. Um, I think too. How you both said about empowering. I was thinking the whole time, like, it's really empowering to be able to speak up for yourself. I know anytime I, I even, even if it's just a little thing, like, if someone's giving me something and not, I'm usually eat it because I'm so, I'm so shy of telling something like, ah, oh, this isn't what I like, but I feel empowered and confident when I'm like, you know what, like, thank you so much, but I don't want to eat this. I feel like that's definitely really empowering, but there's this, there's this thing where I saw like knowing your word on Twitter. I've seen a lot of women say that they've like gone on hookups and because they're really shy of looking bossy or just kind of like rude they refrain from speaking out and so they let the guy do whatever they want or their partner do whatever they want and they're usually left unsatisfied and they go home and have to finish off what they what they didn't get to reach and I think it's really important to have those conversations because you don't want to hook up and have the your partner have the time of their life and then you're just there kind of left hanging not enjoying yourself or kind of send out tweets later on being like you know what this was the weirdest encounter because they didn't ask me what I wanted they didn't ask this or they just did what they wanted and I I think that's really important to be able to say that because I think it's kind of sad when you go on Twitter and you're like yeah I was left hanging I had to go finish off at home because this person wanted to do some freaky stuff that I didn't like and it's very important like I said earlier it's definitely really important when I every time I see those tweets I'm like wow it's those conversations really do go a long way yeah, it's a, um, that's an awesome point. I actually just took um, a human sexuality class. So for any students out there, Psych 145, I highly recommend it um, with Dr. Avila. He's great. Um, but in that class, we talked about um, kind of like the similar topic, right? Like open communication and how to openly communicate with, you know, whether it's like a significant other, um, <clears throat> excuse me, or if it's um, someone that you're hooking up with, um, just being able to communicate like what you want or right, what you like. Um, sexually. And I know that, you know, might seem a little like embarrassing or um, I guess I think there's kind of like lots of shame with women being able to like speak about like what they enjoy in bed, um, right? Because a woman is supposed to, I guess, tend to a man's needs, right? Like by these societal norms. Um, but being able to openly like speak up about what you like in bed and advocate again for yourself can also be really empowering. Um, and that professor that I took the class with was also talking about like 
how that can be kind of seen as sexy as well. So, you know, like you are having a hookup with someone you're like, Hey, like, this is what I'm into. What are you into? Like one, it's great communication, but it, it's also something that can be seen as sexy. Like, Oh, this is what they want. Like that's, you know, that's something that's different. Um, so I just thought that was kind of like a cool point to throw into. Definitely. I've actually seen those tweets too, where some um, individuals be like, Oh, I think it's so empowering when you tell me like what you like and what you want me to do, instead of just kind of letting me experience because everyone has different likes and different tastes, you know, one partner might like something you're doing and the next one, and you'll never know if you don't have that communication. Absolutely. I also think it's just helpful, right? Like if you're um, having sex with someone that you've never had sex with before, like they don't know your body um, and you do, right? Like, you know what you like. So I think it can also just be like helpful, right? To the other party, like, hey, listen, I know you don't know me, but like, this is what I'm into. Um, and I think like you two can like help each other out in that kind of sense too. Definitely. And I honestly really like how you addressed that it can be seen as something like attractive or like appealing to talk about what you like and ask your partner like what they like too because I think we should honestly start normalizing like those conversations and having that be seen as something that's appealing rather than something that's daunting so thanks for bringing that up that's a really interesting perspective definitely and even if you don't feel like you know some some people like I know I'm personally super shy when it comes to talking to people about serious things so if you feel like if you're having dinner or you're already there and you're like, oh, this conversation is going to be a little awkward. I don't want to tell them what I like, or I don't want to tell her or them, whatever. Um, you could just send a text, you know, if you're using apps, um, you could send those messages through the apps and be like, hey, before we hook up, you know, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Are you into that? Are you okay with that? And if they're not, it's okay to get your feelings hurt because that's what hookups are for. You're not supposed to get attached. It's no me- no feelings. Um, so you shouldn't feel hurt about it. I think it's it's a great way because now you're like you know what now I get to meet someone that actually is going to be into what I'm into and it's actually going to make me feel good because hookups are meant to be fun as well um so I think definitely like if you're shy if you're embarrassed send those messages or just if you don't feel comfortable doing face-to-face find another way to do it but have that conversation yeah thank you it's all that is a really good point honestly like you know you shouldn't I we in no way do we want anything that we're saying today to make y'all feel pressured to have these conversations face-to-face or kind of make them in a very like emotional like setting no no you know like definitely express how you feel express what you want express what you need but if you don't feel comfortable doing it face-to-face like itself said utilize your social media apps utilize your dating apps and do it there because at the end of the day this is supposed to be a fun and enjoyable interaction with someone But to wrap things up, I do want to state that the most important thing in all hookups, regardless if it's casual, if it's a situationship, or anything, is consent. And consent is defined as active, ongoing, and enthusiastic participation. So one really important thing about consent is that it's revocable at any and all times. So if you are in the middle of hooking up with someone and all of a sudden you're just not into it anymore, it's not something that you want to continue with and you stop, then that's it. The hookup is over and it shouldn't continue because no longer is consent being granted in that situation. 
So consent is the one thing that is not all about communication because with consent, you can verbally say that you're not feeling it anymore and such, but also one of the key terms in the definition is participation. And this can be physical participation. It does not have to be verbal. So if someone is no longer active and enthusiastically participating within that sexual encounter, then they are no longer consenting. So yes, communication is really important in all kinds of hookups, but also being able to be observant is also equally as important. Because if this is a casual interaction, then you don't know this person. You don't know them extremely well to understand everything about them or their body language and such. So as trying to be observant and and acknowledge how they are in that encounter can be a really important factor as to you getting consent to continue. Because if they are starting to lose any enthusiasm or not necessarily engaging in that hookup anymore, then that should be a sign to you that they're no longer interested. And that is them revoking their consent. They don't have to verbally revoke their consent. It can be physical as well. Absolutely, Yasmeen. I love that you're talking about, you know, this specific point about consent, because I think there's like this huge misconception, um, oftentimes that like consent is something that um, is like a miscommunication between two people. Um, And like you said, that's just not true. Um, As you know, like, I don't know, everyone can tell when someone is super into something, right? Like you said, enthusiastic participation is really important here. Um, And I also um, wanted to speak on the fact like oftentimes you hear like victim blaming, um, you hear like the phrase, well, they didn't say no. Um, Someone doesn't have to verbally say no to not give consent. So just because they didn't say no, that doesn't equate to a yes. Um, And like Yasmin was just touching on like, you can tell or you you should be able to tell when someone wants to engage in a sexual activity with you. Um, And if they're not excited about what's going on, um, you know, if they're intoxicated, if they're asleep, um, all of these things, they're not, you know, active and they're not enthusiastic. So I think that's really important too, because I think, you know, I, I go on social media, it's always been talking a lot about Twitter. And I feel like I see these things on Twitter all the time. And I just look at it and I'm like, no, you know, like consent isn't something that should be a miscommunication. It's not something that's hard. Consent should be something that's really easy to tell whether or not someone wants to engage in a sexual activity. And Maddie, thank you for bringing that up because definitely Twitter is always the part, the place where you go, oh no, you, you know, that's not okay. Um, but I think y'all did a great job of talking about consent, but I think it's also really, really important for people to not get mad when they're, when the consent is revoked. I've seen so many instances on Twitter as well and Instagram where individuals will get mad like, oh, I was hooking up with this chick and she decided at the last minute she didn't want to do this. Now I'm left with blue balls. And then they would get mad and start calling her names. And I'm like, that's not okay because consent is revocable. No matter where you left off, if the individual wants to say no or doesn't want to continue, that's perfectly fine. You're supposed to be okay with it and accept it because it's their being and it's where they're comfortable with. And I don't think it's okay to go online and start bashing them for something when you could easily finish off at home. It's not something to be mad about because it's their body and it's their choice. 
Absolutely. Or I also think specifically with like hookup culture, like other things that I've seen online before um, is like when someone participates um, in a hookup once, right? Um, but then uh, they may like see this person again, uh, but don't want to, you know, do the same like sexual activities that they did prior. Uh, maybe because they don't feel comfortable or for whatever reason, honestly, it doesn't really matter. Um, I've seen like the other partner get upset, right? And then they say like, well, we've done this before. Like, why don't you want to do it now? Um, those kinds of questions don't matter. If that person doesn't want to engage in that activity, like again, um, that should be that, right? Um, and it's a, like you raised a great point. Like there shouldn't be any kind of anger um, surrounding that or, you know, being upset, right? Like you should just be able to accept that the other person doesn't feel comfortable um, and then do your best to make them feel comfortable in, in whatever it is that they do want to do. Yeah, honestly, Maddie, that's a really good point because I mean, every time you hook up with someone, it's going to be a different experience, even if it's the same person. And you shouldn't have expectations of someone to make you feel a certain way if you don't have the expectations of yourself to make them feel that way too. You know, regardless if this hookup is casual or if y'all like one another, it should be a selfish and selfless encounter. And I think that that's something that is really important to touch on in this hookup culture that we are all living in. But to wrap it up for today, I did just wanna emphasize on a couple of things that we did talk about. We talked about defining what hookups are and the importance of doing that with the person that you are actually hooking up with. We talked about having those conversations and how to have them, right? The infamous, what are we conversation that many people have probably had in their adolescent, well, not adolescent, but their college career. And we talked about consent, the most important part of any kind of sexual encounter. So I did want to say, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast and stay tuned for next week. Make sure that you're checking out our TikTok at UCM Care and social media pages like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for weekly posts and office updates. And also make sure to check out our blog to see more conversations surrounding healthy hookups, healthy relationships. And if you want to get a bit more information on the what are we topic, that is the place where you can find it. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.